Let's not uh, tarry any longer. First of all, let me give you the official welcome to the Get Up and Go Show. Jimmy Hampton. Well, thank you. <laughs> I, I know Actually, when you, now here, I'm doing radio, and all of a sudden, I got a frog in my throat. That's all right. <clears throat> I don't know why they call it that, but. <clears throat> That's not a very good descriptive uh, uh, no. know, thing of it. I mean, I, I've never had one in my throat. Never do really <laughs> want to have one, ever. First of all, uh, c c welcome to Portsmouth. You've always been one of my favorites, and uh, the name character actor, d d I, I, I hate saying that because you're an actor, but you have played many characters. I remember uh, seeing you many times, and I, I, I'm going to I'm going to reference something that I saw. Uh, you and Johnny Carson, th there was something between you guys. All, all the times you were on the Tonight Show, do you remember the night you were on the Tonight Show, and Johnny made this big thing about nobody knows who James Hampton is, and they actually put underneath you for the for the evening. They kept flashing your name. Well, uh, they after they reveal, remember he he made everybody uh, uh, put their hand over the heart and, and and promise never to forget my name. Exactly, <laughs> yes, he did that. And then they kept flashing your name as a crawl, James <laughs> yeah. Hampton, James Hampton, James Hampton. And you know, I I saw you on there numerous times. And and Johnny, I mean, there are some things you can just tell on television. You and Johnny had a little special bond, didn't you? Yeah, we did. You could tell. And and I don't know how. I guess it was because I didn't have any hidden agenda. A lot of times people would come on and sort of trick him or say yeah. something, you know what I mean? And uh, he didn't like that sort of thing. But uh, he, was a, he was really a goofball. He was just so right. much fun to be with. And, and I was probably the only actor in Hollywood that did the show for the money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which was scale and about what a dollar fifty or well, something. Well, it's about uh, I, how much? Know, how much actually? How much do you get? Well, it was about four hundred bucks, and, right. and you know, for sitting down to talk to Johnny Carson for eight minutes, you get four. I thought that's a pretty good deal. Wow, you know, yeah. and uh, and I enjoyed being on it so much. And he did when when I did my starring vehicle, Humps. Um, yeah. I brought the camel over, and he rode the camel a couple of times, right. and oh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, and here's the greatest thing about it: um, we had a premiere, right? And uh, and uh, they called me up and uh, that day and said, "Can you come in and do the the show tonight?" I said, "No, I got to go to the premiere." They said, "We know about that." So we're going <laughs> to send a, we're going to send the car for you. And I yeah. said, "Well, okay." And 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 we're gonna put you on first. I usually was on last, right? Know? So uh, he said, "Well, we're gonna put you on first, and then you'll be able to get over there." And I said, "Well, okay." And I said, "My mom's here from Arkansas, she lives in, in Van Buren at the time." And uh, I said, "Oh, he said, let's bring her." So, so I said, "Mom, you wanna go to the Tonight Show?" She <laughs> she looked stunned. So we went yeah. and. And uh, he rode the camel, and I got my tuxedo on, and I'm going to go to the premiere, and everybody's going to be there, and it's great, and it's time to go. And, uh, and Johnny says, well, I know you got to go. I know you got to go to this thing, and so <laughs> forth and so on. And he says, um, I said, uh, I said, he says, your mom's here, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. What's her name? I said, I said, Edna. He said, Edna, stand up. Where are you? So my mom stood up and waved. We got a big applause. Yeah. And I said, well, honey, I, it's time to go. She said, well, you go ahead, darling. I'm going to stay here and watch Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> and I got that on tape. So you're, oh, did you really? And so it's you're, the only film oh. I've got of my mom. Oh, my goodness. Because she passed away before, you know, right. all the equipment came out. And uh, so for, just for that oh. alone. And, and she meant it. She stayed. <laughs> here, you're I, I, leaned over, I leaned over to Johnny. I said, well, you make sure she gets home, okay? <laughs> Man, well, I know she must have been awfully proud of you. You have done so much. I, I'm going to just hip-hop around here a little bit. Um, 
first of all, F Troop, which to me, and, and you'll find out when you talk to Roger over on the other side, <laughs> one of the funniest movies of all time, only on two seasons. You were, I think, in ever just about every episode, right? Yes, I yeah, think so. Why don't we see it on reruns anymore? Is it is it because there's some political incorrectness there, or? I oh, I never thought of that. Well, you can't find it anywhere. Nickelodeon doesn't do it. Now you can get it on DVD. You can buy the box set on DVD. Hmm. But you know that show. You talk about the kind of comedy we were just talking about off the air. I mean, Harvey Corman was yeah. that kind of stuff. I mean. Um, the balloon. Oh my goodness! I mean, you talk you know, like, that timeless stuff. The, real quick, that was a real basket and a real balloon and so forth and so on. It and was. during the shooting of it, some of the propane or whatever fell fell down in the basket, right? And caught fire. Yeah. Now they're up forty feet in the air, <laughs> and the thing's on fire. And what does Larry Starch do? He starts stamping on it with his boot. <laughs> And, of course, his foot goes through the bottom of the... Of the which board. is a lot more scary. Anyway. Right. So a lot of stuff that happened on F Troop just showed up. <laughs> well, you know, the, you can see that show. And, and, and you had a lot of talent, a lot of improv... I'm guessing, and you you could... A lot of um, improvisation there of, of just you guys all working together. And I think that's what made that show so special. For, for folks who didn't grow up and get a chance to see this, I, I think, again, today it's as timeless as ever. Just funny stuff. But... The only thing I bring up the political incorrectness is the fact that you know we're such a sensitive society now, that, and but we made fun of ourselves as much as the Indians, and it was I, I never saw anything there that was too severe. I no, mean, it was, uh, the Indians won. Don't forget. Yeah, we, Indians we, we won. Never, we never. Came. Indian fights were colorful sights. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everybody's getting along. Was that was that as much a fun show to do as it appeared to be on television? Well, it was for me. I and you played Hannibal Dobbs. Yep. Hannibal Shirley Dobbs. By oh, the way. Shirley Dobbs. Little, um, yeah. But uh, let me tell you a quick story. All right. Um, I get the I get the uh, bugle and um, and I you know I toyed around with it and so forth and so on. so it, when uh, it came time for mess call I, I I blew it as good as I could. Right. And it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, so they thought that's great. So. Two or three weeks late, later, I, I got a phone call from a lady from the musicians' union. Right. And she said, uh, you you got to join the union. I said, for what? <laughs> she said, well, you're playing a musical instrument and you're putting a... Oh, my goodness. You know, and I said, lady, lady, look, I said, you watch next week. If you think when I'm playing this music, I'll join. <laughs> I never heard another word from her. <laughs> well, that you were known, yes, for not being able to play it very well, of yes. course, on that. But uh, other things you've done. Let's. I'm going to trans. I mean, I don't. I don't. I want to talk about all the great things you've done. Movies, oh. and of course, um, one of the greatest sports movies of all time, The Longest Yard. You talk about movies that just absolutely are classics. ESPN Radio has uh, declared it the greatest sports movie of all time. I have to declare it that. Uh, you played, uh, and I, I'm not a credit freak normally, but I did notice something kind of in, unusual about that movie. In the credits, and it's the only time I've ever seen you as Jim Hampton, but in the movie you were James Caretaker Farrell. Mm-hmm. So you were James, but they only mentioned that at your funeral mm-hmm. at one time. That's right. Is that the only time you were Jim Hampton in the credits? I mean, oh no, well, have I, you been Jim before? I, I, I've been, I've been Jim, I've been Jimmy, I've been James, I got them all. <laughs> <laughs> you got the whole franchise. In. Yeah, I'll uh, have to think of something else. <laughs> putting that movie together, um, did you know at the time you were putting something really special together? You and Burt Reynolds again seem oh, to yeah. have a really, really great chemistry on that movie. 
together. Yeah, I, I, when I first I got interviewed by uh, Bob Aldrich, right, and he wanted me to play the Charles Tyner role, the snitch, right, and I said I don't want to play that part, <laughs> and he said, and, it, and the color started coming yeah. up his neck. <laughs> and he said, "Why? That's a great role." I said, "Yeah, I, yeah, it is." But I I got I got kids in school. Yeah, and they and he and he. He understood, and yeah. he said, well, what do you want to play? I said, I want to play Caretaker. He said, Caretaker's only got five lines. I said, now he's only got five yeah. lines. Yeah. And we improvised every scene in the movie. That was incredible. Between Bert and I. Well, you know, from the beginning of that, you, you saw, and, and this is, I think, one of the things that make movies so special, you, you saw the bond develop as the movie went on, and then, of course, the, the tragic end where, mm. uh, you know, uh, mm -hmm. They, but the, you know th that that to watch ha that chemistry come together, uh, rare I think, in movies to well, see it to, to see it come that passionate you know and in the end and of course when, when they ended up the game they dedicated it to you right yeah right and when they filmed the game did they actually play a game or was it just all uh, just doing the different uh, different plays and so on and so forth and piecing it together how did they do that jeez. Were you there? Oh, no, you, you weren't I'm around. You, yeah, then. you were dead, though. You weren't around by the time. <laughs> I, I wish I'd have stuck around. I could <laughs> <laughs> but it was a swamp, after all. Yeah, it was a swamp reclamation, of course, and, and you make, made the best Raging Jack in the place right there in the toilet. That's right. Um, but it, it, of all movies uh, that you've done, and you've been in some great ones, you, of course, The Longest Yard, uh, Sling Blade. But, and China another, Syndrome. China Syndrome. And also one movie that, that just is incredible, that seems to have taken on a cult industry in itself, Teen Wolf. Yeah. Have you noticed that? That, that, here, that was 85, right? That's the little movie that won't quit. Yeah, it just will not quit. It just keeps, well, everybody I, loves Teen Wolf. I figure it out. What? Of what I, this is my idea. What? That, that, that every generation that comes along identifies with, you know, when you're at that age, you, you might as well be a werewolf. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> everybody else knows what the plan is. You don't, you know. Right. So, yeah, so why not? I think they identify with that. I, I, you've been in some movies that I think, again, talking about movies that kind of took on cult status. Um, Sling Blade's another one of those things where, mm -hmm. man, I'll tell you what, uh, I love it myself. It took a couple times to view it, but it's taken a lot. Working with uh, Billy Bob Thornton in that thing, did you think this thing was going to work or not when you, oh, when you were doing it? Yes. You knew it? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. yeah. I've never... And, and you know, when you're working on a on a picture, everybody tries their best to make it as good as they can. Sure. Uh, but there's just things that, you know, you know from the first day. Oh, mm -hmm. oh, <laughs> this <laughs> is not working. Yeah. You know, and and there's you can't fix it, and it just it just, and by the same token, I, I, uh, something that you may not have been real enthusiastic about doing, but you got to pay the rent. And right. And all of a sudden, you go like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be a great movie. And I've had a few of those. And I've been very fortunate. Yeah. Because you could work your whole lifetime and not come up with one of those. One of those. Well, you brought up China Syndrome, which is a, a movie that was way ahead of its time at the time. Because uh, who knows, you know, uh, Incredible. kind of predicted the future, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Jane Fonda and Jack Lemmon, and gosh, yeah. you could just go on and on. Well, James Hampton is going to be here for me with the hour. We, we're going to continue on here. It's uh, 25 minutes after the hour, and, of course, he's here for Western Days. We're going to talk about uh, some of the other stuff he's been in. But uh, just a pleasure to have you here, and you're as much uh, fun here in person as you are on the movies. And that's one of the things that I think 
why people gravitate towards certain actors and so on and so forth. There, there's a certain personality that kind of, kind of comes off the screen. And you've always been very approachable and very, uh, I like that kind. I like that guy. Likeable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and you've always played the kind of guy that um, was also very believable, too. Yeah. 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 And, th- and then I played a, a, um, a kind of a jerk in uh, Macintosh and TJ, which was Roy Rogers' <laughs> last <laughs> my, my hero. And I played this dopey kind of jerk. Oh, James, after, Jimmy, we'll be right back here at the Get Up go. and Go show this morning. All right. Mix 99.3. It's 8.30, and when we come back, uh, Jimmy James, mm-hmm. Jim Hampton, and I are going to be talking about being in, he was in the, the last uh, picture Roy did. Oh, is that yeah, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. that. Yeah, yeah. He's got some interesting stuff well, on that. Well, that'll be nice. Jimmy Hampton, James Hampton to you, or Jim, whatever credit you're looking at. And uh, he's just been a lot of fun in here this morning, isn't he, Roger? He has been. I've been listening back there. And then uh, we'll get him over on the AM side as well. And yeah. We're going to talk about the Roy Rogers movie here in a minute. The last one. Yes. And oh, let, let me remind everyone, what? too, that we have a dub, Roy Rogers double feature on the big screen tomorrow night. Where at? At the Portsmouth 8 Cinemas. Okay, at, uh, great. Son of Pale Face at 6.30 and uh, Down Dakota Way at 8.30. Okay. And admission is only $3 to see both of them. To uh, make sure that that tree gets removed one way or the other. Yeah, well, you know, we got them chainsaws out there in Texas, so we'll come in there and tear that thing out. <laughs> yes, get her done, man. Get okay. her done. Yes, I want to thank Woody. Our trooper that came and picked us up yesterday in Cincinnati. We, we thought we were coming into Columbus. Oh. And they changed us around, bless his heart. He, he was on his way to Columbus and turned around and went and picked us up in time. We had a good time. So I just wanted to thank Woody for that. We got a lot of uh, authority figures here who love the movies as well. So that was great. Well, and, and, giving, and giving you the royal escort into Portland, right? You bet. All right. Now, now you got me so befuddled. Oh, uh, Jimmy's my good friend, but James and Jim, of course, uh, Jim Hampton. Hey, uh, let's talk a little bit about Roy Rogers. He, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons, of course, you're here and, and everybody comes to town. Never been quite an icon like him, has there? No. Has there? I mean, he, there's something very, very special about this man. Well, I tell you, I, I remember he came to Dallas. I was about six or seven years old. Right. And he, he did a... Uh, Sons of the Pioneers, and, oh, yeah. and, and they did a stage show in downtown Dallas, and I was in the first row, and I looked up there, and I, they had put on some makeup. It looked like rouge on his cheeks and a little lip. Oh, I was heartbroken, heartbroken that Roy <laughs> Rogers would let him paint himself up. But yeah, I forgave him, and um, we made this movie, uh, Macintosh and TJ. Okay. Um, and every every actor has a way of focusing just just before you you know start your start the play or you or start the scene right jack lemon he would always say magic time and uh, roy would yodel for serious <laughs> yes for serious oh my god and he did not know he was doing it he he's just getting ready and and while he's getting ready just for that uh-huh. somebody say you know action He's going, oh, little, little, little. so I kidded him about it. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm working on my lines over here, and you're yodeling. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I want, I want. <laughs> oh, he's just the best. And yeah. so sure enough, we, he was, we're getting ready. He had a little, little, little. I said, you're doing it again. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I suspect that's something he did for forever, you yeah. know, was the yodel. And uh, he's just, he was just the most, and the, Last thing, I, mean, the, I wanted to tell you what an athlete he was. 
we had a guy named Bob Steele on the, on the F Troop. Okay. And he was he was small, but he was a big he was a big cowboy name. He was, and he would just be standing by the horse, and then suddenly he's in the saddle, and I I don't and I didn't see what happened in between. And somehow they did, and Roy was the same way. He's just boop, he, he was on, and I and I thought then I figured it out. You have to jump up in the air, put your left foot in the stirrup, and it. As you're doing that, you swing uh, uh, into the saddle. Right. Well, but (laughs) if you miss, (laughs) it's not a good thing. I don't even want to think about that. (laughs) No, he was was magic. And, you know, the thing is, of all the movies that he's done, I mean, again, King of the Cowboys, you can't say enough about him. And when he would come back to town, of course, he he had many friends here and just was... uh, as nice he and he and Dale both and uh, and Dale uh, uh, now not Dale uh, Dodie Rogers right. is going to be she's going to be here right uh, yeah I'm yeah. anxious to meet her uh, how did you get the acting bug and who were some of your early early um, inspirations hmm I guess I always had it I guess I always was a show off I always mm. wanted to I was little I couldn't. Uh, you know, I couldn't run very fast, and I couldn't fight at all. So I had to get I had to be get funny. You can't ma- <laughs> you can't make a fist if you're if you're laughing. So right, right. <laughs> well, you know, but you that's uh, did you ever? Uh, I mean, were you ever uh, a stand up comedian, or uh, did because you have that comedic kind of uh, uh, demeanor, and uh, whether it's just natural. And I and we were talking about one of your closest friends, and and I didn't know that till you were in here, but Bubba Gilliam, mm-hmm. um, Burton Gilliam, who's also been in oh gosh, millions of movies. Mm-hmm. You guys are from the same town in Dallas. He kind of has that same. Thing. It's just a naturalness mm-hmm. that uh, uh, makes people feel good and makes people laugh at the same time. Is right. it just right. kind of a just kind of an in, inborn thing you have. I I, I, I have no idea. I have, yeah. I I just the luckiest guy in the world. I I, I was in New York. I, I got out of the army and I I decided I would uh, give give acting a, a shot. And um, a girl in my acting class in New York. Gave me a phone number to call. Said this guy's making a short subject movie. You're perfect for it. I got the role. It won an Academy Award. I mean, it, it well, was nomi- it was nominated in in the Cliff short Dwellers, subject. Right? Cliff Dwellers, and and uh, that's you know I, I I came to town for the party and <laughs> and stayed. You know, <laughs> it was I, I got a I got an agent out of that and yeah. w- went to work. The first day I'm in town. I went and read for a part on Gunsmoke, number one show in the country, right. and I got it. And I, it's you know just uh, my my story is not full of, <laughs> of a lot of uh, problems. It just uh, well it was very easy. I remember I said the mo- the movie Autofocus, which is kind of a dark um, movie about Bob Crane, who uh, yeah. you know there's one line in there that that whole movie, and he says and and he was kind of the kind of guy on camera he says likability is 90 percent of it he says you know and i'm a nice guy and i think if you um if people like you and and and, you know tend to gravitate towards you and as i think that's probably a lot with you because you're just again a very nice easy to talk to uh guy that that you know that opens a lot of doors yeah 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 the doors just open and and i i would call it luck or 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 just a spiritual thing i i mm-hmm. don't know but i mean for instance last night i was lonesome because my, my wife uh, uh was an, unable to come and so i was feeling bad i turned the tv on 
and there's a scene that she is in and and Kumar Harold and Kumar escaped from Guantanamo Bay <laughs> she played his played Harold's mother right okay oh, oh it's the funniest thing uh-huh. and so she just um I called her up and said hey I just saw you on TV on HBO well anyway uh her mom called her up and said I see your movie and she said, uh, well, how, what'd you think of it? She said, well, too many naked people. <laughs> and she says, well, I, I, I wasn't naked, Mom. She said, oh, no, you're too old to be naked. <laughs> Harold and Kumar, you know, those, those two wacky guys. You just never know what they're going to be up to, do you? But then uh, is your wife, uh, does, she, does she act? Uh, yeah. I mean, who, who is it? I mean, does she have a, a, a stage name? I know she's, she's Mrs. Hampton. but Yeah, now she, yeah she's Mary Hampton now. Mary Hampton. Um, and she's been doing this for wow. well about ten years at wow. least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's aside, very good. Aside from being on the camera, which you've been, and I mean, just mm. uh, your directing credits uh, are are really impressive as well too. Uh, everything from the Tony Danza show to Grace Under Fire, um, just on and on. Do you enjoy Tony's, Tony's the one that started calling me Jimmy? So he did. Okay, I'm that, if it's good enough for Tony, it's good enough for me. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy here, and he uh, put it in the contract. So, <laughs> so what? What about uh, directing? You like being on that side of the camera? I did. I, I, I really, really did. I never aspired to be a director. Mm-hmm. Um, I did writing. You know, I used to write Bert's ad libs. Uh, <laughs> no, I used to to write, and yeah. and and that was my entrance into to directing. But it's it's a lot of fun. But it's it's um, yeah. there's a lot of uh, stupid people out there <laughs> <laughs> that don't that, do what you say. No, that's not them. Uh, that, no, it's it's the it's the ones from the networks oh, and the studios oh, yeah. that that have have suggestions. The suits, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, well, we deal them with on in this business as well. It, yeah. yeah, and yeah. Um, they don't understand the creative element. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> I, I'm there with you, buddy. So that that <laughs> yeah. kind of wore me out, to tell you the truth. Yeah, well, yeah. But I, 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 it was okay. It was well, yeah, and you have to wear your suit of armor every day you go into work, don't you? I mean, when you're, when you're there, because you have to stand up for what you believe in and what's right, because if you don't, if you compromise it, then it's not your work. The best way to do it is agree with them and not do it. And exactly. They, and, they have, and if it turns out good, then they, they feel yeah. that they were part of the... <laughs> I used to have a general manager in Louisville that wrote jokes for the morning show, and, and he'd come in and go, hey, these are great. Use these on your show. And uh, I'd say, yeah, yeah, we'll use those. <laughs> <laughs> and we got away with that for about a year and a half, until finally he got a little tired of us not using his jokes. But, but you know, the directing credits, and again, it teaches you a, a lot of things, I mean, for both sides of the camera. I saw something here I was going to ask you about. Um, While you're thinking about that, did I tell you about the... Musicians Union? About the, about, yeah, yeah but yeah. your bugle playing. Yeah. Yeah, we, we touched on your bugle. I wanted to talk about Evening Shade a little bit. Uh, you, of course, you and Bert kind of reunited on that, didn't you? Uh, yeah. And, and did, yeah. Uh, uh, you, I, I remember a couple of the episodes. How many episodes were you in in Evening Shade? Were you, you were kind of uh, trying to remember. I only did one as a, a as an actor. We played the uh, high school but uh, okay, football okay. player. Okay, I thought I thought you were on more than that. But uh, you know, I remember seeing that, and, and the chemistry was. I, I just remember looking at him and saying, eh, "That's Paul and caretaker." You know? Yeah. I mean, do you do you keep in contact with Bert much? No, uh, I, um, he, he goes into hiding from time to time. I mean, he, right. I, I don't mean that literally, but he uh, he, he may be working on something. I don't yeah. I don't know, but when when anything is right for me. 
I'll get a phone call. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, since we're talking about, house. since we're talking about, we're allowed to talk about things here that that, mm-hmm. that we're not happy about. Um, <laughs> what did you think about the remake of uh, Longest Yard? You know, um, when a politician is asked a question yeah. about something that was said in a book or right. whatever. And he doesn't want to answer it. He said, well, I haven't had a chance to re- read that yet. Yeah. So I thought, well, that's a really a good idea. It's probably a good idea for me not to see that movie. And I could say, I don't really, I've never got around to seeing it. So um, I, I'm a big fan of Chris Rocks, and, and I'm sure he, I, but I suspect it was a different kind of movie than we had. Well, uh, here's the thing. I did see it. And, you know, I know remakes are just a part of Hollywood and a part of, you know, trying mm-hmm. to reach a new generation. Mm-hmm. But they used the same script. That's the only thing. I mean, the same lines that you guys, and it was almost like they just got the old script out and dusted it off. And, and they made some changes, of course. But, you know, the thing is, a classic movie such as The Longest Yard, which, you know, I mean, to me is just one of the greatest of all time. Well, to come I- back and redo it but use the same script, uh, I, I thought that was kind of useless. Well, I should I should watch that movie because uh, he and I improvised the entire movie. Well, so. well, Chris Rock and I agree with you. Chris was talented and and, and had had some some good stuff in it. And I'm not saying it was all awful, but I'm just saying I, I, the thing that amazed me after it was all over with is Adam Sandler was using the same lines that Burt used in the movie. This if they were ad libbed lines, mm. uh, and I kept saying, well, that line was in the original. That line's in the original. And it turned out that most of the script was just basically scripted from the original, which mm. I found a little a little strange. But uh, and then of course Burt was in it as old number twenty two again. You know. Yeah. But. Uh, Anyway, I just sometimes uh, when you take a classic movie, you got to be very careful because once you know, I mean, how do you improve upon perfection? Yeah, that's what I say. But anyway, <laughs> so but but anyway, are you enjoying life right now? What are you doing? Very much, very much. So I, I love doing these uh, uh, kind of shows and <laughs> being here with you to yeah. talk about. It's just uh, the years fall away, and uh, it's just uh-huh. such a, a pleasure to meet people that that genuinely and enjoy you and so forth it's just well i have to say i've been a big been a big fan for years and years and years and i it's amazing how when you grow up with uh, somebody that you follow and, and you enjoy watching uh you know it's just like they're a part of the family and again as i mentioned it's a flash points of seeing you on the johnny carson show seeing that one night when johnny just made the mm. big to do about you know james yeah. hampton we remember this guy <laughs> his name we never can remember and, you know, it's repeat funny, after me repeat after me <laughs> funny stuff like that yeah. It, it's just—it's kind of magic, and again, you—you've touched a lot of lives in a bit. And, and the other thing is the versatility of, of your acting credits. Um, yeah. Just uh, uh, is amazing as well, too. Now you're going to find people here in Portsmouth uh, very, very friendly, uh, pretty much yeah. like uh, you've already probably seen already since you've been here in town. Well, Bert and I uh, toured with um, the Rainmaker um, play, right? And we were. In, Toledo and and Warren and somewhere else I can't remember the other place but anyway I, I love Ohio the people here are so nice it's a beautiful state mm-hmm. the river's beautiful and the town here is just wonderful and I I maybe this is a secret shouldn't get out otherwise everybody will move to <laughs> well <laughs> to Ohio. you can tell the secret to a few people here if you want <laughs> no actually they're, they're, what we say here is and i, I feel this I've, i grew up here and then i left for 27 years and i came back about 10 years ago but uh our, our mantra is this is where southern hospitality begins mm-hmm. and uh, if you talk to the people around here uh genuine folks and uh 
uh, this is a great place to live. You know, I mean, yeah. we all we all travel, and I know you you've been well traveled throughout your entire career. But when it's time to kind of settle down a little bit, uh, you can't find a better place than here. Uh, and I was just lucky that it was my hometown. Yeah, it's 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 great. Yeah. Well, James, you're going to be down at the Ramada Inn. Uh, yeah. The schedule. Have they told you your whole schedule yet? As far as uh, well, I'll be there when. Uh, Okay. When the thing opens, and I'll be there until it closes, and come by and see me, and right. we'll have a few laughs. Uh, <laughs> I had a fellow one. I was sitting next, sitting right next to my wife, and right. and he, a guy comes along, looks at my pictures, and turns to my wife and says, "Is he still alive?" <laughs> she well, says, "Last time I looked." <laughs> Well, you're looking great. No, seriously. I mean, you know, you 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 look look wonderful, and oh, uh, uh, I think uh, you know you uh, you'll be well received in town. And I appreciate you coming by. Uh, and uh, I I will call you Jimmy. Uh, you know, Jimmy, you're Jimmy, my pal now. That's uh, right. James, Jim on the air, but Jimmy, my friend. And I do appreciate you coming in and sharing a lot of stories with. I mean, we could go on for on That's for right. hours and hours and hours. And I know you're going to be for people who can't get enough of Jimmy Hampton. You can go <laughs> next door to twelve sixty a.m. And uh, you're going to be on with Roger Gray. Now, i got to warn you about Roger. Roger will wear you out with F Troop. Oh, okay. Uh, he will wear you out. That'll I guarantee be fine. it. But, uh, J- Jimmy, thanks for joining us this morning. You bet. All right.